Welcome to Everyday Endeavors, a Christian podcast where we talk about becoming more like Christ in our everyday lives. Regardless of ethnicity, age, or sex, this podcast walks through the various aspects of life whereby we try to mature like Christ daily. I'm your host, Osase Mafidon, and welcome to Season 1. Hello, everyone. Hi. (laughs) Welcome to the last installment of our three-part series, Summertime Success. I hope you are having a great day today. Last week, I touched on confidence and how misled we have been. How society teaches that confidence has to do with the external beauty rather than our internal perspective of ourselves. And if you haven't listened to that episode, please do after this one. Well, I don't I don't know if you have been looking at a calendar lately, but summer is quickly coming to an end, and so is this series. I have one more significant and crucial topic to bring up, to talk to you guys about. I genuinely believe that if you listen and take this in, this could really change your life. And that's a bold statement, I know. I know. It was, it took, I was like, should I even say this today? But I genuinely believe that. So in today's episode, we are going to talk about how you were created to be a sailor, not captain. That is the title of today's episode. I know, I know, it's a great title. Thank you. I mean, thank God. He'd be giving me ideas and I'd just be writing them down. Thank God. But (laughs) I will be talking about how we are supposed to view our position in our lives. I'll repeat that again. Today, in this episode, we are talking about how we are supposed to view our position in our lives. Like the mindset we have when it comes to approaching life. I'm really excited to talk about this today. So let's begin. Let's just go into it. Let's just dive right in. I feel like I say that every single episode. I'm sorry, guys, but (laughs) let's just dive right in. Okay. Before I became a devoted Christian. There was something that I didn't know about Christianity. There was something I didn't know about the Holy Spirit. And when I found out, it rocked my sock. I never knew that you had to ask God for permission before doing things. Like it never even crossed my mind and it it never even dawned on me because when you're a lukewarm Christian, you just be doing things for yourself, point blank period. And, you know, sometimes you just sprinkle a little, oh, yeah, God told me to do that. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. But as a lukewarm Christian, you just be doing whatever you want to do. So I was never taught this. I was never taught that you ask God for permission for things or, you know, it just never happened to come up in Sunday school, you know? And I just find it funny because most people nowadays, you'll say, God, let your will be done but you'll be doing your own will or God take the wheel and you'll be holding onto that wheel for dear life. It, it, It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And you know, having learned this profound concept, I think I would be doing a disservice to new Christians, atheists. It doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter who you are. The truth remains to have a great summer or a, or a great life You have to ask God for permission and submit your control. 
And I know we don't like that word. Submit, yuck. We spit on that. We really do. But submission isn't all that, isn't all that bad. Okay. You might be wondering, like, how, do I, how did I figure out you have to ask God for permission before you do things without being taught? I'm so glad you asked that. I'm really glad. <laughs> here, here is a quick, quick story time. Uh, July 2020, I believe, or August, I can't remember. There was this guy and we're like, we've known each other for a while. Let's just say interestings were interested. If you don't understand that, I'm sorry. But yeah, cool, cordial. Um, I recall, you know, texting him and being like, hey, would you like to go to the, the thrift store? Because he, like we've stated before that we would like to go, blah, blah. So I'm just thinking, I'm being a good friend here. You know, I'm thinking of him and I'm like trying to, I'm trying to like involve him. I'm just BSing guys. <laughs> um, but I was like, yeah, would you like to come thrifting with me? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, boom. Yeah, sure. I said, bae. Then he's like, oh, we can also do dinner and a movie. I said, bae. I said, bae. I can do that. I can do that. A couple of days go by. Now it's the day before the actual event that's supposed to happen. And I opened the Bible. And before I opened, I said, God, please reveal to me whatever you want to reveal to me. Boom. And pff, I didn't know the significance of that prayer until after. I'm about to close the Bible and I can feel in my soul, don't go. And I'm like, don't go away. <laughs> God, what you talking about? Don't go away. Because I hope you're not referring to where I'm supposed to go tomorrow. I'm going thrifting, dinner, and a movie. What do you mean don't go? It was literally just like, I was just feeling the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Like, you cannot go to this. You just can't. And I was like, man, God, this is just bad timing. Like, if I flop now, you know, one, I'm going to look like a flop. Two, I'm going to look unreliable. And three, I'm going to hurt his feelings. Because there was a plan. So, I'm like, you know, talking to God. I'm like wrestling with God. I said, God, I can't do that. God, you know what I'm saying? Like, we got to go. We, we, I'm going to have fun. Da, 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 da. So I'm doing that, doing that. The next day comes, I finish work. And now it's really just me, my thoughts. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, okay, God, I want to go. My flesh wants to go. My flesh wants to get on that bus and go hang out. But the soul was like, no, baby. Don't try it. No, don't do that. No. And I was like, mm, okay. Mind you, this is the first time that I've ever gotten this much of a conviction from the Holy Spirit. So I'm like, oh my gosh, God, how you going to do this to me? God, how you going to do this to me? And this is the conclusion that I came to. If God is sovereign, if God knows everything, if he is the Alpha and Omega, there's a reason why I'm not supposed to go. And two, even if I did go and disobey God, I would not have a fun time. So no matter how many jokes I'd be cracking, no matter how many laughters I'd be laughing, I just would not have a fun time. So to that end, I'm like, okay, God, I'm not going to go. And I text the guy and I'm like, yo, I'm sorry. And thank God he knew about the Holy Spirit. I'm like, you know, I just feel convicted from the Holy Spirit. And I just can't go. I don't even know what I said. Something to that degree. And he's like, oh, no, 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 I understand. If I knew that there was a significance in asking God for permission, I would not have asked him in the first place, period. Because if I was an intellectual being, I would have looked at the text before I sent it and be like, God, can I even send this? 
And then I would have sat on it for a while and the Holy Spirit would have been like, no, don't send. And I would have avoided all of this unnecessary stuff. I would have avoided looking like a flop. I would have avoided looking like a flake, someone who isn't serious, da 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 da. I would have avoided looking like someone who's just trying to toy with people's feelings. I don't be playing with people's feelings. All of this could have been avoided. Unnecessary, I don't want to say heartbreak, but unnecessary like energy put into it. Because now you're thinking, oh, what am I going to wear? Now I need to look drippy for her. I need to look drippy for him. Blah, 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 blah. That would have been avoided. But I was playing giga giga games because I was not aware. So this is where it came from. This experience, God uses experience to teach me that this is why you have to ask me for permission. Because you avoid all these unnecessary things. So now I know. Now I am knowledgeable. Now I am aware. And... This is all to say, I feel like a lot of us are in the wrong positions in our lives. We view ourselves as the captain when in fact we are the sailor. Like so many of us want to be the captain so bad, you just end up finding yourself tired, worn out, depressed. You are in the wrong position. Like, let me explain this analogy to you guys. And thank you, Holy Spirit, because I wouldn't have been able to get here without you. The captain is God. You are the sailor. You have sailors in your, in your life. You have people in your life. You have the boat, which represents your life. You have the sea, which represents the world. The captain, the job of the captain is to navigate the ocean for you. The sailor's job is to, you know, clean up, um, clean up, help the captain where help is needed. The boat is meant to stay afloat, take you from one place to another. Your life is your life is a series of stages and your life is a series of seasons. And the ocean is the world. In the ocean, we have sharks, we have sea monsters, we have all these scary things that we don't want to come across, okay? That have actual physical, spiritual, and mental um, danger towards us. When the captain is in control you go from destination A to destination B with no hassle. When we as human take control of our own boat, what happens is we base things on our emotions, we base things on our feelings, we base things on the circumstances and the world around us, and we say, you know what, God, no. You see, I, a lot of people are going to the north, so I think that if we just keep going north, that everything's going to be okay, and you know, I'm not seeing any boats sinking or anything like that. Like, I think, I think we're good. And the captain, a.k.a. God, is like, oh, baby, I-, I-, I created you. I created this boat. I know where we're supposed to go. Why Why? Why are you trying to outdo the captain? Do you want to get to your destination or do you want to follow other people in their shipwreck? Like, where, where do you want to go? And what we tend to do is we're like, you know what, God, I hear you, but I'm still going to head north. Yeah, I'm going to do that. And then... The world is like, oh, no, 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 everyone's going south. It's like, okay, let me just turn the boat around. But we're doing that because we're viewing it from other people's perspectives. We have a short view of what our lives are supposed to be like. But if we submit it to the captain, if we give it, if we give control back to the captain, if we give control back to the creator of the boat, we'll go exactly where we're supposed to go. But the sad truth is a lot of us, we love to be in control with our eyes blind. We love to be in control without knowing where our north, our south, our east, and our west is. So we want to do it by ourselves. 
we think we're meant to go east, but God says you are always meant to go west. And what happens is when you when you start taking control of your own boat, what happens is you start to encounter monsters. You start to encounter things you were never meant to meet. You start encountering depression that you were never supposed to experience. You start encountering toxic relationships because you're steering your own boat. But the creator of the world, the creator of your boat, the captain knows where you're supposed to go. So you have to relinquish power so that he can he can bring you where you're supposed to go. And it's difficult and it's hard. And, you know, the world says you should be a YouTuber. You should be a lawyer. You should be a doctor. You should be. And God said, but I have so much more for you. So now, now that you understand the whole metaphor of Captain Sailor Bo, let's transition into control. I find that asking for permission correlates with control because when we ask for permission, we are submitting and humbling ourselves before God. And we don't like to do that. And we don't like to do that. And that's why so many of us are in careers that we hate. We're in toxic relationships because we refuse to let go of the wheel. We refuse to let the captain be the captain. We, we would rather navigate waters by ourselves then let go and let God. But it's funny because this whole concept of control, this whole concept of the captain, the sailor, the, the, the whole metaphor, control was never in your hands. So stop pretending like it is. You just give it to God and let him do what he's supposed to do because he knows the plans for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. You know, Jeremiah, but he knows the plans for you. He knows exactly why he created you. So why would you move as if you know why you were created? The pot never looks at the potter and says, hey, 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 I need you to cut me down on the left. The potter makes the alterations. The potter makes the changes. And so too the captain. The captain knows where you are supposed to go. So let the captain be the captain. You as a sailor be the sailor. The captain is the leader and the sailor is the one who follows the vessel. You just have to follow and let God, let God do the work. Proverbs 16, 9 says, we can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. Ephesians 1, 11 says, furthermore, because we are united with Christ, we have received an inheritance from God. For he chose us in advance and he makes everything work out according to his plan. Isaiah 14, 24, the Lord of heaven's army has sworn this oath. It will all happen as I have planned. It will all be as I have decided. We don't have control. We never did. And don't be like, yo, bro, Osashi, you serious, man? Like, I'm supposed to have control of my life. I am the captain of my life. Oh, buddy, when you don't have to determine your steps, you kind of just chill. Don't get me wrong. You still got to do work as a sailor, but you chill because you're not relying on your own strength on where you're going. You're not relying on your own strength on who am I supposed to hang out with? What am I supposed to do? There is beauty in asking for permission. It might feel like a limitation, but it's not. When God is our sa- when we allow God to be the captain of our life, He moves in his direction because he knows everything. But us who have limited understanding, 
who are swayed literally left and right by our feelings and emotions and circumstances. And we can't make one rash decision without God, honestly. You just go in circles. At the end of the day, we are built for boundaries. We are built for boundaries. We need those boundaries to keep us sane. When we do too much, we go insane. But if we let God be the captain of our life, he knows where we're supposed to go. He can take you all the way left and you can be confident in going left. So you might be wondering, I mean, your sausage. How, how does this relate to summertime? How does it relate to having a summer? And it's easy. Understanding that it's not everything you want to do that you do. You have to ask God for permission before stepping into anything because he is sovereign. Like, I know you want to go to that party. I know that party would be the best thing, whatever, whatever. Boom, boom, pow, pow. I know, I know, I know I've been there. But God knows exactly what's going to happen at that party from the moment you step into the moment you, you leave. And if he sees that there's any form of danger, even if it's not physical, any form of danger that could hinder you in any way, that could bring depression upon your life, that can bring addiction upon your life, he's going to say no. And even though you're just thinking narrow, oh, I'm just going to go, I'm going to have fun, I'm not even going to drink or anything, I'm just going to be there with my friends, God sees the bigger picture. He sees that when you go to that party, you're going to meet someone you're not supposed to meet. And then weeks later, you're going to make him an idol, make her an idol. You're going to do things you wish you never did, become a person you wish you never would become. And that's the exact same thing with my situation, my example earlier. When I wanted to go to that, I wanted to hang out with him. I mean, I'm a girl. I'm a girl. You know what I'm saying? I want to be called cute. I want to be gassed up. I wanted to go. My flesh was very much ready to go. But God saw that if I went, I mean, maybe we would have started dating. But it's not the person that I'm supposed to be with. And there's no relationship you leave that you're not going to have a form of attachment. So he spared me from that. He protected me from something because he is sovereign. He knows the whole plan. He knows the whole plan. So this summer, the remaining of this summer, and honestly, your life, ask God for permission. Big or small, ask him for permission. God, am I supposed to go on this date with this person? God, am I even supposed to send this text? God, is this the career that you've called me to be in? God, what is my calling? God, what is my purpose? God, I need your help. And it's not a problem to him to help you. He wants to help you with open arms. Just ask God for permission. And please don't be extra. Don't be like, oh, so I got to ask God for what to wear. Da, 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 da. Please don't do that. Don't do that. But ask God for permission. He is the ultimate parent. He knows whether the place you are going is good or bad for you. So ask him. Ask him. Recently, I went to this trip. So I went to Niagara Falls with some people. And, and honestly, it was great. It was great. I enjoyed it. I had fun. But before I went, I asked God, I was like, God, can I go on this trip? Because I don't want to say yes. I don't want to put this down payment on this Airbnb if I'm not even supposed to go, if going here is not even good for me. 
am I allowed to go? I called someone who I see as a, a spiritual advisor. I called her. I'm like, hey, like, have you gone through this before? She explained it. She she spoke to me about it. Boom, boom, pow, pow. A couple of days later, and I just, I felt peace. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go. And don't get me wrong. It's not everything that you desire that God's like, no, that's bad. It's not everything, but you still have to ask God for permission. And now you might be asking, how does this relate to our everyday endeavors? How does this relate to our lives? Every decision you make has a ripple effect. In our everyday lives, it makes sense for us to draw from an all-knowing source. One that wants the best for you rather than relying on something as fickle, fragile, and finicky as the human heart. Let God guide your path in all aspects. Ask him, oh my God, I need help. I don't know. I don't know. I need help. I hope that you really consider this and you spend time with God and you're like, God, help me to just surrender whatever I need to surrender. Because if you steer your own ship, it will end up shipwrecked. Period. If you steer your own ship, you'll get you'll go somewhere you are never meant to go. If you steer your own ship, you will end up hurt. You will lose people along the way that you were never supposed to lose. If you if you steer your own ship, you're going to encounter monsters that were seas away from you. I'm so grateful that I found God at the age that I found God. And even if you're 40, 70, 60, you can still apply these things in your everyday life. Abraham was 99 or 100 when he had Isaac. King Josiah was eight. Mary, apparently she was from the age of 13 to 16, I believe. Age does not matter. But give to God what belongs to God. It says in the Bible, give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar and give to God what belongs to God. Give God control because if you take it, you're going to end up being shipwrecked. But if he takes it, he's going to bring you into a land that you never expected. One that is filled with milk and honey. Okay, so what is this week's recommendation? This week's recommendation is very simple, very practical, and it is prayer. Ask God to reveal to you where you need to relinquish control. Ask him for the grace to give him the control. And I I would be surprised. I would be surprised if you genuinely giving control to God would not make your life a thousand times better. So maybe throughout this episode, you felt convicted and want to live for Christ now. This is the moment of salvation. If you want to give your life to God, please repeat after me. Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Today, I declare that you are Lord. And I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead. Please cleanse my heart my mind, and my conscience. And fill me with the Holy Spirit that I may be able to walk like you. Amen. That is amazing. Your name is now written in the book of life. If you just prayed that prayer of salvation, please email me at everydayendeavors at gmail.com and we'll begin to walk together in this journey. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I pray that you learn something new about God and are able to apply it into your everyday lives. Now go, live out your life as a creation of God in your everyday endeavors.